Welcome to the Happy Business Show featuring Therese Skelly of HappyInBusiness.com. Listen in as we pull back the curtain and share real-world stories of successful business owners just like you. You'll love the truth, honesty, and inspiration revealed in each episode. And now, Therese Skelly. Hello, hello, hello. This is Therese Skelly of the Happy Business Podcast. And I'm delighted that you're here. Today is a really cool topic if you have ever felt like, is something wrong with me that I don't really care about flying on a private jet? Like, what? I think there's a little bit of shaming that goes on in the industry. If you're in the Internet space at all, there is the you should want a seven-figure business and what's wrong with you if you don't. So the topic of today, you know, I love sharing topics and things that help you not feel shame. I love giving you a perspective that being who you are is just perfect. Kind of my one of the brand concepts that I'm working with is making money being you. You need to be fully you, and you don't have to take on anybody else's beliefs or stories or values or ways of working. So the topic today, now I finally get to it, is are you playing small or are you playing true? That actually came from a client when we were talking about visibility. And one of my clients actually said, well, hold on. You know, I have all these people tell me I'm playing small, but I'm just really playing true to who I am. And I was like, ah, that's going to be a podcast. Of course, I always ask permission. I don't say names, but I always ask permission for the topic. So that's what I want to talk about today. So first of all, number one, how do you know the difference? How do you know if it's you're just playing small? Now let's talk about what that could mean. Playing small could mean I know that I should be charging more, but I'm afraid to raise my rates. But I know I should and I want to, but I'm just afraid. Or playing small could look like, you know, I really, really want to start a podcast or I really want to write a book or I want to get out and network, but, you know, I just, I don't know that I'm enough yet. I'm kind of afraid. So I think I won't. So playing small to me is any place in your business where you know you should be doing more, know you want to do more, know there's more out there for you to share and express and experience, but you don't. So that's either a skill gap, like I don't know how to do a podcast, I don't know how to, I don't know how to sell very well, or it's a mindset gap. I would love to raise my rates, but I would feel so guilty charging, or I feel like I was bothering people. So it's usually one of those, skills or mindset. But if you're playing true, that means you're saying, it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter if I worked 10 more hours a week and made more more money. I'm choosing to be true to my life, to be true to my values, to be true to what I know. For example, one of my clients loves, she, she lives in a small town, and she very much has the, hey, it's a small town, the local people, I want to give a break. There's not a lot of money in this town. People struggle. The economy is down in this town. I'm not going to charge these people as much. Now, that's playing true to her sense of being a good human in her small town. I have many other women clients that say, I'm not working past 3 o'clock, and my kids are more important, so I'm not going to work on weekends. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go to four-day events because I don't want to leave my kids. Again, that's playing true. So I want you to have the distinction, and usually it's some of both. But I know what happens. Again, there's some price shaming that happens. And so I don't want anybody ever walking away going, what's wrong with me? 
my uh, horror story, my worst horror story, because <clears throat> I've been around a while, and I think it was my this was my second coach. Gosh, so this would have been you know ten years. Ten, well, this was probably two thousand three, right? So that many years ago, and I actually hired a really famous coach, a really famous one. He was very well known in the coaching industry. I was just starting my business. Had little kids at the time, and like four. My little kid was four. We were in a boatload of debt, and I was struggling, struggling. And he, a single man, said to me, "You know what? You just need to make a decision that you're just going to work 17 hours a day and pretty much not see your kids for a year. That's the solution. You need to get out of debt." And I looked at him, and thankfully, I'm sassy enough, and this would be like, like what? Dude, in my coaching school, they taught us about values and honoring people's values and, like, what the hell? Now, thankfully, I didn't listen to that, and I didn't take on the shame because I was like, you, sir, are clueless. You're a single dude who's, like, 30. You have no relationship, no kids. You can run all around the country. You can work 40, 50 hours here and there. You can travel, travel, travel. When you have a four-year-old at home, you don't have the same access. But he wasn't honoring my values. He actually called me lazy and cushy. He wasn't honoring my values. And a lot of people in our industry, sadly, are either bullied because of that. You get bullied. There are coaches out there that will, there is one coach in particular that says, stop using your children as an excuse. That person doesn't have children, so I guess she gets to say that. And it's, it's bullying. So either there are mentors and coaches that are bullying and overlooking, or you might actually be being influenced. I know when I was very new, I was hanging out with people that were all about the stuff. And one of my fellow girlfriend mom coaches was like, do you really care about flying in a $30,000 private jet? Like, is that a value of yours? And we're like, oh, hell no. (laughs) But that was being promoted as like, woohoo, so-and-so flew in a private plane. Now, you might want to do that, and that's totally fine if that's your value. But I don't want you sitting around going, is there something wrong with me that I'm not? So here's what I want to talk about. So the, the part is like, How can you tell if you're playing small or playing true? So the first thing I would say is I would say, what is your truth? What is absolutely non-negotiable? Start there. What are you not willing to give up? Because, you know, what you're giving up when you run your business is time. You sacrifice time. So if you go for that weekend event, you may have some great networking, but you're gone from your family for three days. Can't get that back. Is that okay? Is that a trade-off you're willing to make? And so that's what you can um, first say, what is the most important thing? What are my values? What do I want to be true to? So that's kind of the compass. That's kind of the guiding thing for yourself. The next one is, is there a part of me that is being influenced and or shamed? I had a client who actually she taught marketing and she was very clear. I work two days a week. I only want five clients at X amount of money. I love my life. I don't need money. Like I don't, I'm not in it for the money. I'm in it for the expression and the contribution. But because she was kind of not saying that, she was kind of saying it but sort of hiding that, people weren't getting it. So we finally had one of those come to Jesus talks. And I said, darling, you need to share that. And so she actually put a post out and said, 
nothing's wrong with you for not wanting a six-figure business. And guess what? I don't need six figures. I need X amount of months because I've got this great life and I do this and this and this and this and this. And I know I can be a contribution, but I'm not on the six-figure path. And when she shared that, it's as if everything opened up because she had had some shame because we all, you know, how many marketing emails do you get about how to have a six-figure blah, 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 or how to have a $10,000 this? And so ask yourself, is there any part of me that is being influenced? Am I, am I trying to be something I'm not? Because you know what? If you come to me and say, all I want to earn is 3000 bucks a month, not a problem at all. How dare somebody say, oh, you're, something's wrong with you because you don't want more. Now, if you don't want more because you think you don't deserve more, I'm going to be talking to you. But if you don't want more because your life is set that you don't need more and you're not willing to push, that's, do you see the distinction there? That's a really different animal. So you need to get clear. This is what's true for me. This is what I'm willing to get. This is what I'm willing to give up. And gosh, is there a place where I'm being influenced? you got to look into that. The next one, you need to find a tribe and a mentor that will get you. It's very challenging being the one in the room, because I've been it, that has the little kids, and you're like, well, no, I'm not really that interested in going out that night, or no, that's a challenge. Or conversely, maybe it's the other way. Maybe you're the one that's like super driven and you're hanging out with a bunch of people that are not business owners. That's a challenge. You need to find a tribe of people that say absolutely. So for me, when I was first starting, I had a tribe of moms with younger children. And there seemed to be a whole bunch of people that were single people or child-free people that had a different availability for their schedule. They could spend the time and take the, you know, the bigger courses and they make the investments that we chose not to because our purpose was to be more present with our children. So I had a tribe that understood me. I also, after my horribly bad experience with, with the, like the coach from hell that told me I was lazy, I actually found mentors that understood my values. And if they didn't, they wouldn't be hired. So you got to ask your mentors. If you're going to hire somebody, be a good consumer. Seriously. Be a good consumer. You don't want to go, well, she made seven figures for that. Okay, well, is she a single mom? Does she have, you know, maybe maybe she's maybe she follows the Sabbath. Is she like you? Is she like that's what I mean? You've got to ask your mentors, how will you be with me? Because I'll tell you what, I'm gonna do this, but I'm not gonna do that. And I'm willing to do that, but you absolutely will not get me out on that. How will you be with me? Do you customize stuff for, for people like me? For example, does everybody, for example, one um, one mentor says, everybody's got to do sponsorship. You go sponsor events. Well, that entails a boatload of money and two to three to four days away. Now, if that's your number one strategy, and I'm a person that is not willing to travel or doesn't want to be away or is not willing to make the five to ten to $20,000 investment, what else do you got? You have to have mentors that are willing to customize and or work within your values and what you're willing to do. Don't get seduced, right? Because what I always say is, yeah, it's great that somebody could make seven figures or high six figures or have this great life, but can they show you why you can't? Can they help you create it in your way? Blueprints are often, here was what I did. 
and it works for some people, but oftentimes what happens is like, well, but they're not me. They don't have the same struggles or challenges or family situation or financial situation. So great, it worked for them, but it's not going to work for me. Yeah. So you need to be really conscious about vetting your mentors and finding a tribe. Do not let yourself get bullied. Do not, do not, do not. And so it's funny because, you know, we get so into like, I got to make money, I got to get money, I got to grow my business. And I'm like, no, you got to grow yourself. And you got to do it in a way that works for like the ecology of your life. One of my main things to say is you cannot take your life out of your business. So if your kids are you're not happy. If your spouse or partner is gone, this isn't working for us. You're, it's not working for you. And so super important. I'm going to keep saying it. Do not let yourself get bullied. And don't self-bully. That's the next point. We have that comparison thing, right? I do it. I sit there and go, God dang it. I'm like so talented. Why am I not up there? Why am I not? Why am I not? Well, because I'm not. It's not my path. Or I'm not maybe didn't make those choices. Or I'm not willing to do what that person did. It's okay. I don't, I don't put myself down because of it, but I have those little moments. We all have that. Ah, they've got this. I don't. What's wrong with me? I should. And there's fine to say, there's fine things to say like, you know, I really should do more social media because I want to, not I should because someone's so sad and it's their way. See, you don't want to bully yourself. If when I started the call, I said, are you playing small or are you playing true? The places you're playing small, yeah. Yeah, you might want to work on those, but you don't want to bully yourself for them. So you find your North Star. You find this is what's true for me. You find the other areas where you are playing a little bit small and say, okay, what's my plan then within the constructs of what's going to work for you? And then the last one, you change your measuring stick, right? You change, like, for example, you could say, gosh, I don't have that $300,000 business. But you know what? I've got the best kids in the world. Or I've created a community of clients. Or I've helped so many people this last month. I'm good with that. You stop the comparing and you measure what's true for you. Because at the end of the day, all you got is who you are. And that sounds like kind of weird. But at the end of the day, you have to live in your skin. You have to feel good about your choices. It's not like create a business, but then screw your kids up or crash your relationships or destroy your health. But woohoo, you met that six-figure mark. Nobody wants that. I think I don't know about you. I've been on that path. And many of us early on, 10 years ago, were like pushing, pushing, pushing. That, that was like, that was what we knew until we all crashed, burned our adrenals, <laughs> like had regrets about not being there for our kids. So I'm trying to save you all. Actually, a client. I said, oh, let, let me spare you that adrenal burnout. So here, do it this way, right? And the way to do that is to stay true to you, to know what's right, and measure what's working in a different way that is your own indicator. All righty. So I hope you have enjoyed this podcast, and I would love to hear your feedback. I would love to hear, are you playing small or are you playing true? And mostly, what's true for you? What is a non-negotiable? What is a thing that you absolutely hold as sacred? I'd love to hear that. 
So make sure you message me, TeresaHappyInBusiness.com, or put a post below. So lots of love, many blessings. Talk to you later. Bye now. You've been listening to The Happy Business Show with Therese Skelly. Join us next time and invite your friends to join us at thehappybusinessshow.com. Visit thehappybusinessshow.com and get Therese's five-part video series, Eliminating Money Blocks. Thanks for tuning in. 